Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Digging here in Dinoland. Uh, we're actually here at the Radio Harambe Studios, not in Dinoland. Um, thank soon. you for tuning in. I'll be in Dinoland I, soon. I know. Sam. Soon, soon. We're going to talk about that later <laughs> on as well. We are? Uh, yeah, yeah, you'll see. You'll see. Oh, um, right. Yeah, right. because this is our last show before uh, you take off. Correct. And then I'm going to be taking off not long after, so this might be a small hiatus here. Not another one. We, we do these a lot. Yeah, I, I enjoy the hiatus. Yeah, well, it's all your fault. <laughs> well, as I said, Jumbo, everyone, thank you for tuning in to Radio Harambe. I'm Dave McBride, joined by Safari Mike in the Radio Harambe studios. Hey, you already heard Mike's voice, but how are you th- doing this week, Mike? I'm just fine, getting ready to go to Disney. We are. Um, we owe everybody a extensive <laughs> amount of news, which we haven't covered oh, recently. Yes. So we are going to do that. On this show, we're going to end off um, talking about some Avatar stuff, but we'll get to that in just a second. But first, let us begin our news with some Rivers of Light stuff. We'll start big. All right. All right. Uh, We've got... I remember Rivers of Light. And basically what we have now, Mike, is the cart before the horse. The merchandise cart, so to speak. Yes. Um, and because we're getting merchandise, uh, visuals, mm-hmm. we're getting CDs. I'm looking forward to the CD. The music is out. You can hear the yes, music. Yes, you can hear it online. Absolutely. Yep, yep. It's, I like it, too, by the way. Yeah, we've got those goofy things they sell at the carts. With the, 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 the Yeah, the, like the light-up stuff pins, and things like obviously. that. you got pins. we got pins. Uh, a T-shirt, which is a little much. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the T-shirt. No, 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 no. Um so anyway, and then there's the famous glow wand, which Mike loves with all the different animals on it. Um, Who doesn't love a good glow wand? I, everybody does. Uh, so so we're still moving ahead. In theory. In theory. Yes. Well, I mean, in plan. In, um, in investment. At this point, I'm, you know, we're getting close to Rivers of Light being Hyperion uh, Wharf, right? Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, but yes, yes. That's one of those miraculous things. Remember the that, good old days when we talked about Rivers of Light? Oh, we can't wait. It's coming soon. Remember those good old days? Yeah, now we're just like in limbo. <laughs> please, we just, please. Anything. Just please. Anything. But, uh, I, I mean, it, you know, I don't want to make too much of it, but there's more than one item here. Um, there's a few different things. So, right. obviously, they're they're going to look to support um, this show with marketing and with you know deliverables and things like that so and that's a good music. so that's a good sign and and, and, and the, the music, music is, is good also yeah the, it's not only the rivers of light apparently but the cd will contain the 
uh, Tree of Life Awakenings music, which is great because we've been so pining away for some that. new music. Yeah, and and uh, you know, a lot of people ask me about that. And I just want to address this real quick since you brought it up. Oh, all right. A lot of people ask me about the what was that? That was my chair for some reason. Oh, I'm sorry. About the uh, uh, music at. Uh, Animal Kingdom and why is only a very little bit of it ever been made when the whole park is just filled with all this great music Um, because and this is the part that I I think is different from almost every place else in Disney property at least certainly different than the Magic Kingdom Um, it's because the stuff that they're playing is not proprietary to them Um, the stuff the stuff that you're listening to is actually I mean hopefully licensed (laughs) Uh, you know, um, other artists, right? You could, which you could buy, which you can buy if you know yep. what to look for. Yep, yep. Um, so that's why you don't hear a lot of it. But the 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 original stuff, which is like that CD of the park, and now we're going to get finally some more original stuff. Um, and the sh- the music for the Awakenings is really sweet too. So that should be cool. I'm looking you can forward also to buy, that. You could buy the Festival of the Lion King CD, which they've had in years, as well as the Finding Nemo the musical CD too, if that floats your boat. <laughs> It but, doesn't. Um, but it might float some people's boats. So, Mike, I want you to discuss this. You, you, oh, no. you, you gave me a story here I about did. a ticket. A ticket? With blackout dates specifically for the Animal Kingdom? Oh, yes. Uh, so the Florida Annual Pass, I believe, is what it was. It's been a while since I've looked at this. But um, there there are blackout dates on them. Typically, right. it's around the holidays, et cetera, right. et cetera. Um, this particular one is blocking out around Memorial Day, uh, like the weekend of Memorial Day through like the following weekend. So it's like, I forget that I don't have the days in front of me, but late May until like June 9th or something like that. So you're thinking, <clears throat> well, it wasn't just, I mean, it was, I, I did not come up with this. May 27th theory. through June 9th. All right, there you go. Um, but the theory being that is at least when at something point, will open the target for Pandora, which is apparently going to open summer right. of 2017. And I will be there June will... 4th or so, I think. Oh, will you? Yeah. Yeah, it should be there right around there. Some really Let's fingers hope. crossed. Fingers but we'll crossed. talk more about uh, uh, Avatar in a little while. Okay. Um, the love for churros. God, you you can... I never get... If, if you, Those of you who haven't figured this out already by listening to the show, this is the first time I'm reading the news that Mike sent me. Um, and your, your preparation is impeccable. Preparation is terrible this week, and, and there's a lot of really pointless reasons for that. But, um, Mike, we have churros at the Animal Kingdom, now available at Dino Bites. Well, it's an iconic Disney snack that has been missing from the park for about a year. It's not... Is it a Disney snack, Mike? Well, people talk about the churros. I mean, they make t-shirts about the churros. Is it a Disney snack, yes. Mike? It is not a Disney snack. Well, it mean, is it a snack that Disney. Disney also happens to push. <laughs> okay, fine. But by the same token, Disney did not invent pineapple-flavored ice cream either. But a Dole Whip is a, is no. a signature Disney no. snack. But a Disney snack would be like a Mickey bar. Yeah, but nobody, I mean, but whatever. I'm, right, move on. <laughs> Churros are back. <laughs> Churros are back. The world can now relax and en- and enjoy the rest of their... Now if they just bring back the jalapeno cheese pretzel, I'll be very excited. <laughs> oh, God. Um, at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, Panasonic oh, yes. announced along with Walt Disney World that the Panasonic Projection Imaging System is now the official projection technology so if you ever buy one at target it'll say this right on the side of it official projection technology of walt disney world and disneyland resort um 
basically this is going to be the projection technology that they're going to put on the river navi river journey is what Apparently. is what they're saying um i assume then it also means that it's going to be uh, the rivers of light but we haven't heard yep, they've already developed know, the technology it's the official so i suppose <laughs> it has to be or somebody has to pay for that there's going to be a there's going to be an issue uh, let's see. Uh, Disney's going to be... Oh, well, let's, so let's move on to some animal things. Okay. Um, these are sort of the two last sort of big ones. The rest of the news there really was kind of superfluous. But um, <laughs> we've got a couple... We actually do have two pretty good stories. Let's start off with the baby elephant. Okay. Um, again, the cute meter just went off the hook um, as Disney began posting pictures of a new baby elephant named Stella... Go ahead, folks. Stella! Yeah, you know that people are going to do yeah. that. Yep, enjoy. And that's exactly <laughs> what I'm going to do the first time I drive by. Stella! You know. But I'm assuming 99.7% yeah. of the people don't know that the baby elephant's name is Stella. Unless they the will if they're driving it. with me. If the driver says it, then. But go ahead. Uh, it was born to a mother which they called Donna. It's a lovely name for an elephant. It is. It's also a good Richie Valens song. Oh, right. Donna. Uh, Donna became pregnant in 2015. Yes, yes, 2015. 2015. So it's impressive. About two years uh, pregnant. I couldn't imagine. Um, I couldn't imagine any any of that. Uh, <laughs> two previous babies born to Donna. This is her third calf. Uh, it's now 10 elephants, three males and seven females. Um, babies, especially little ones like Stella, and she's a little baby, um, are kind of on and off. So you never really know if you're going right. to see them. There, She's on exhibit sometimes, but not all the time. Yeah, she has been on periodically. Yeah, absolutely. And finally... Before you move on, though. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, the, in related to that, uh-huh. recently, I just wanted to throw the, a little conservation story out there for you. Uh, right. China has announced as of December 30th, 2016, that they are banning uh, ivory. In, in their story. country. It is big. That's a big story. Uh, in 1990, when um, they initially had the ban, um, demand and the price of ivory went down significantly. And then in 2008, China started permitting it again. And we have been in the crisis of ivory ever since. Right. Um, now, every 15 minutes, essentially, an elephant is poached. Um, and the population over the last three years has gone down 30%. So this is a Incredible. big important story because some estimates think that china is about 70 percent of the world consumer of ivory at this point in time and can you talk to why uh mostly for you know folk purposes you know folk art folk medicine that kind of stuff there's a lot of um use in 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 that kind of um you know that kind of market obviously there's still going to be a black market in china there's no there's no question about that but the fact that the China government has um, decided to uh, ban ivory, they're closing down. They had 34 official ivory processing centers in their country, as well as you know 140-something um, trading centers for ivory. All of them are going to be closed um, during the course of the 2017. So you know all the figurines and stuff that they would sell in china um will no longer be allowed uh, there will still be you know ivory that's already in the market is still allowed um, right but you know there won't be processing or uh, obtaining any further uh, ivory so that's important and hopefully that goes a long way into sort of reversing the recent trend in poaching you would be stunned as an american to um 
if you don't already know, to know when the U.S. took this ban. Because it wasn't like 40 years ago. No. It was only very recently. Um, and there's a lot of antiquated laws around, you know, how old is it? Can you prove it's from before? There's right, some right, sort right. of international embargo in the late 40s or something like that. And then there was, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's involved. With 1990 it. was the first big international banning yeah. of it. Yeah. And we didn't really, really get tough with it until the current administration, the yeah. Obama administration. Right, right. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we, we kind of... We had on the books, on but we didn't yeah. really. Yeah, on the books, but didn't. But it was very complicated, and the ways mm-hmm. to get around it, and a lot of kind of silliness as far as that goes. But it, you know, it's politics. So silly is a word we normally have to deal with. Um, <laughs> moving on to our next animal story, and this this is intriguing. Um, yeah. So Disney's going to be testing some new animal experiences. That you're going to find around the parks. Um, they have made an agreement, uh, struck a deal with a company called Natural Encounters. They're going to provide small animal encounters, which is the way Mike um, phrased it. Um, they're going to do some off-hours testing and then hopefully come on to it. Um, they're going to include live demonstrations with birds and reptiles and things to that effect. Uh, are, is this, this is the same company that does um, winged encounters? Correct. Okay. Two things. One, if they're all as good as winged encounters, we're sure. in for a treat. But two, haven't we done this before? Um, Didn't Disney used to do this on their own? Uh, they used to do some of it. Yeah, I mean, um, you used I'm, to I'm, see things, right? There used to be a person walking around holding a sloth. I remember that. Correct. I mean, that's that, that hasn't been going on for many, many moons. But um, I don't know what they're planning here. I mean, is it just going so to be a don't person have, okay. walking around, or is it going to be more of a, a more formal thing like Winged Encounters? For example, right. six months, nine months ago, remember Disney tested having camels in uh, in yep. like uh, traditional, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, dressing, you know, from right, right. Yep. Uh, no, walking no. around and like some sort of talk about them. And, you know, that Correct. was tested for a couple of weeks or so, and I haven't heard anything about Correct. it since. I mean, either. So I'm not sure if it's just going that to be. That could have been part of it. Could have been. I'm not sure if it's just going to be a keeper holding a, you know, and I don't know, some sort of, like you said, a sloth or, you know. They used to do things on the um, the river cruise uh, where they would have a guy holding like a tarantula and like right. a little thing. Right. I don't know if it's going to uh, be yeah. that or something with a little bit more, I don't know, pizzazz to it, like winged w- What would you like to see? More pizzazz to it, like such as honest. give give some examples. Um, oh, I don't even. I mean, that's that's tough to say. Um, I don't, that's why I asked you. Well, I don't have anything off the top of my head <laughs> that would uh, that would that immediately springs to mind. I know they're talking about you know more bird stuff. I know this particular company does a lot of bird stuff. If you go on their website, it's it's all bird stuff. Oh, really? So yeah. Um, but you know, they also mentioned small mammals, some reptiles. I'm not sure what you could do with, you know, I don't know, like skink other than walking around um, showing him to or her to to guests. It's really hard to to say if there's really anything else they could do um, other than that. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what they test. I mean, I'm assuming testing um, maybe a few different things and see what uh, see what sticks. Yeah, we see. I mean, you're I'm I as after Mike um, mentioned it, I went straight to uh, the natural encounters inc website right. and they're showing a lot of different things which looks like flights of wonder right for one thing 
Um, one is at the Cotton Bowl, which is <laughs> pretty impressive. Um, but it's mostly birds, at least their website. My quick perusal of their website last time was a, a seemed to be a focus on avian species. Yeah, it does. It does seem to be that. But I'm also seeing here um, some water things going on there. Um, to be more specific. Yeah, it looks like we have seals or something. Oh, I, well, they're not going to do that at Disney. Uh, but here's Groucho singing. We've all heard that before. So, so, uh, so this could be cool. This, this, this is going to be a nice little addition yeah. to the park. So uh, we do have one more story to do for the um, local news. But first, we want to go over to Mike for the world news. Dave, let's talk. You got a minute and a half, Mike. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that, Dave, because the first story is Muppet related. Oh. Um, the iconic, at least in my mind, big Kermit balloon that hung over um, up a courtyard at Disney Hollywood Studios uh, is now gone and apparently will never come back. Um, it has been removed. <laughs> it's so, for sale. At, yeah, uh... probably. <laughs> Get it on uh, Theme Park Connection. Right. Um, I believe it's because you know it's going to be right adjacent to Star Wars land and they don't want people getting off the Millennium Falcon and seeing a giant Kermit balloon in their view and try to keep the sure you know that kind of you could know, have also angled line of sight line kind of thing. ride the other way but okay um so that is now gone i mean personally i i love the kermit I, I liked it too everybody else it probably was nobody goes back there anymore they should have had that should have been the icon of the park to begin with but anyway um it is now gone speaking of gone Dave, don't get me started on the on the on the development and construction of the studios <laughs> Speaking of gone, maybe even more tragic in my mind. Um, over at the Magic Kingdom, the welcome show at the train station is no more. They have removed that. I don't Are you know. really upset about that? Yes. Oh, Christ. Of course I'm upset. God almighty. Okay. Well, first of all, you're too lazy to ever see the welcome show this is at true. the train station. This is true. Um, they have moved the welcome show. not even any use for it now. Towards the Cinderella Castle. Thereby opening, essentially opening up Main Street um, an hour earlier. You can go to Starbucks. You can go to the Starbucks. Um, you know some of the uh, stores and see sort of a welcome show right. at the Cinderella Castle courtyard as opposed to the train station. But the train station one has been there for oh, decades. You, know, you have the you know walking right down the middle of Main Street song. I, I know, I know. And um, you know, unfortunately, it's gone. And I, think I have seen it, Mike. It I is, have been I, there have a couple times for it. I find that hard to believe no i have seen it i liked it and it's a shame that it is now gone okay number three let's go to someplace we hardly ever talk about Uh oh and that is typhoon lagoon no hardly ever we hardly ever talk have you ever been to it uh yeah i've been yeah been to it once i've never been to blizzard beach i've been to both okay yeah um, Typhoon Lagoon is building a new uh, we may have talked about this one time in the past a new family raft ride it is called Misadventure Falls. Um, they recently changed the name um, and is opening in the spring of this year. And here's the description of it. A fast-paced water slide journey. Gather your crew and climb aboard a thrilling white water voyage you won't want to miss. Spelled with two S's because of the name of the ride. Ah, uh-huh. right. Uh, just beyond the pineapple fields of the Crush and Gusher awaits an all-new family raft attraction owned by Captain Mary, o- Mary Oceaneer. A seafaring treasure uh, was caught in a rogue typhoon and scattered across the tropical paradise years ago. Nice. A four-person raft, excuse me, from a four-person raft, feel the rush of excitement with family and friends as an aquatic conveyor belt 
shoot you into action. Then hold on tight as you are, as you collect artifacts from all around the globe. Oh, wow. Um, if you're lucky enough, you may even meet the captain's old diving partner, an audio-animatronic parrot. Cool. Who's still hunting for treasures at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park to this day. Neat. So a little interesting. Yeah. Certainly a m- little bit more... I mean, they don't jazzy they, than most of the stuff. Sure, and they don't normally add things to the water parks. I mean, that's that's unusual. So. No, and it and it seems a little bit more than just your typical yeah, slide. It's I mean, it's like yeah, yeah, it's like an audio animatronic. It's a shoot, right? You know, the, basically a ride. Right. And there's really very little discussion of it, even though it's opening spring of this year. But there you have it. We'll see if it makes it to the Stacy Show. Um. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, ready to move on? Yeah. New one-day dining plan, Dave. Disney's what? Dine on the Go is planned to test between January 12th, so it already started, and February 22nd. It is an option to be purchased at uh, Guest Relations. Okay. It costs $29 per person. Okay. Um, what do you get? You purchase If you purchase this one Dine on the Go plan, you'll receive certificates redeemable at the participating Magic Kingdom restaurants. Okay. Casey's Corner, Columbia Harbor House, Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe, Pecos okay. Bills, Pinocchio Village House, Tomorrowland Terrace. So essentially, all the right. You get basically you service. get one quick service meal, okay, uh, with one non-alcoholic beverage. I don't know why they say non-alcoholic because none of those places serve alcohol, but neither here nor there. I probably just to specify <laughs> and, and uh, one quick service at dinner too. So basically, you get two quick service meals for the price of twenty nine dollars plus tax. Okay. I mean, if you want to go to... So, I mean, if you're saving anything, it's very little. A couple Correct. Of, a couple of dollars. Correct. It's not... Certainly none of these places are um, anything to write home about. No. I wouldn't suggest eating lunch and dinner <laughs> No, in both no. of these places. I mean, you could go to, um, you know... I don't... For when I'm going down, I don't plan on going to eating at the Magic Kingdom restaurants at all. No? You're not going to go to Cosmic Rays? Um, no, I'll be at Sanaa eating bread service. My son till... loved Cosmic Rays. Well, Cosmic Rays does have Sunny Eclipse, which I believe he is the enjoyed highlight he of enjoyed Tomorrowland, sunny. other than maybe perhaps the Wedway People Mover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Sunny Eclipse fan. Yeah. But no, I, per, I will eat at Sanaa, where I'll be having uh, I see. lots of bread. Okay, sounds good. David, um, we were. Uh, this is a little bit old news. All right, well, but we need to do it. But we'll talk about it because uh, you know we thought about talking about it last time, and we didn't. Princess right. Leia uh, oh, has right. passed away. So we wanted, I, I we thought wanted. I might mention that. Yeah. Um, and if you Let's call her Carrie Fisher, Mike. Carrie Fisher <laughs> passed away. Um, I guess, what was it, like two days after Christmas, maybe? Something like that? Yeah, right around there. Um, you know, obviously, she's an important part of the Star Wars franchise, which is Disney, so right. that's why well, I bring it up. Well, it's Disney now. Right, right. Uh, I, I was a little... You know, I, I heard... Uh, let, let's... You know, I, I mean, we can go on and on about about Carrie Fisher, and I can certainly go on and on about her involvement. And she's done a lot of other things, actually. She was, like, famous to be a script doctor. She came in and helped a lot of scripts along um, and uh, never really got much credit for it. But mm-hmm. the people who wrote it actually did it. I, I want to say even things like Three Men and a Baby and stuff like that. She had some kind of involvement with the, with the script. And, and there's a lot of other things. She's done some neat other side movies that maybe you know you don't know her as much for um you know and obviously she had her ups and downs in her personal life and we all we all know about that that's all been very documented but um she uh you know uh, the, the thing that the thing that sticks in my mind 
is um, she had just passed when I saw Rogue One a day later uh, for the second time. Mm-hmm. She just she had just passed away, and I saw it again, and it really made that last scene with her in it. Spoiler alert! Um, oh, come on, Dave. A little, a little. A little poignant, and okay. and you kind of and, and it kind of made me think. Now you know, I'm glad they did that. You know, at first I thought, well, you know, maybe they could have gone away without doing it. And her audio, you know, her animation of her kind of looked a little forced and not as bit. good as it could have been. But now it's now it's neat to know. You know, you're gonna you're gonna really associate her with the release of the film. Okay, and I uh, can make a lot of you know I can wax poetic about Princess Leia. For hours, if I wanted to. You mean like being like a, uh, empowering women and like one of the first. Everything you, know, you can imagine. Yeah, right, right. Everything you can imagine. Yeah, she was like one of the first non damsels in distress. Sure, sure, she can you handle know? herself. Yeah, as, as and she and she was right from the beginning. Right. You know, and, uh, um. So uh, yeah, there's so much you can do and how and how important she was. So uh, it's a neat it's a neat story. She was a she was a a, a unique person. Right. And um, you know, and, and acting Hollywood royalty for sure. And there's you know just so much to her story. I, it's a shame I, she's gone. Right. And I'm, I'm not going to add anything to what you said other than to say I would recommend people go to, I think it's HBO. Um, if you have HBO. Oh, streaming. yes. I read I read about this. But yep. The, the documentary that was mm-hmm. going to be released this spring. But I think they pushed it up. Oh, right? yeah. It's out now. You yeah. can absolutely see it. I saw it. It's very good. It's basically about Carrie Fisher and, his, and her, her mom, mom, Debbie Reynolds, yeah. who died the day or the day after. Two days later. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, who, they, and they live right next door to each other. Yeah. It was um, amazing. And um, it was basically their story. Um She's she was very funny, Carrie Fisher. Yes, yeah, she was very funny person. She was a very um, funny person, right. and, and so and, was Debbie. Yep. Uh, by the way, and the, one of the great things about Carrie Fisher was really how much she tortured George Lucas over the years. Right. I mean, she loved him. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, but man, she made that difficult because she she just would say anything. You right. know. And, and, I mean, not only on the set where she was apparently relentless mm-hmm. to the uh, to the very focused and very humorless. George Lucas, because I mean, I, I mean, this, the, those of you who don't know the shooting of the original Star Wars was a uh, a very difficult thing to do, and I guess Lucas kind of lost his sense of humor. <laughs> most, most like like most directors do, judging uh, from the prequels, he never got it back. Yeah, and, uh, and apparently Carrie Fisher <laughs> wanted to restore it, uh, you know, and then she's did she did so many things. I've said so many things, that, you know, that probably were right. not. But uh, I do recommend uh, you know fans of uh, Carrie Fisher want to. Uh, I do recommend checking that out. That's, I'm, yeah. I'm almost positive. Cool. HBO, not Netflix. Or, I think you're right. I think it's HBO. Speaking of Star Wars, Dave. Yes. Oh, really? Um, Disney's Hollywood Studios is hosting a special Star Wars inspired party in April of 2017. Um, Star Wars Galactic Nights will be held uh, on April 14, 2017 from 7 p.m. until midnight. So it's basically they're closing the park early. Tickets are $129 per person. Are you kidding me? 124 for ages 3 to 9, and there are some discounts if you have, like, annual passes and whatnot. Right. Here is what's in store. Give me a moment to go through it. Go ahead. Uh, live shows at the Star Wars Theater. Um, there's going to be a celebrity chat, although they don't tell you who yet. Oh, so we're talking about, like, a paid Star Wars weekend here. Basically, yes. Ah. But it's just one night. Ah. Um, there's inside the saga behind the magic, and there will be a, you know some pre-shows and some more stuff about the right. inside the Star Wars stuff. Um, a you know the galaxy, the uh, spectacular fireworks uh, show, which you can get anyway. The horrible, horrific, I should say, excuse me, galaxy far, far away stage show. It's because you have no sense of humor. 
Did you see the stage show? It's awful. It was pathetic. It was like a fashion show. It's it's painful. Oh, it's it's pain. It's awkward and painful. There's a bunch of characters, so there'll be stormtroopers on patrol. You'll be able to meet. You see them anytime, anyway. There's yeah. going to be an imperial march, march of the first order, which is goes every day. All and the it's time, yep. awful. Um, and there's going to be characters rough, but... at what? No, go ahead. Characters at that parade is the worst parade. Okay, going. I, okay, don't stop. Characters at the Star Wars launch bay, including Darth. Vader himself. Oh, there you go. Well, that's worth $130. Um, There's an event hub. I always wanted to meet a guy in a Darth Vader costume. (laughs) Um, You know, there's going to be a, you know, various uh, celebrate the saga. There's going to be a scavenger hunt. Um, Attractions, like basically all the Star Wars attractions plus Toy Story and the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror will be available uh, throughout the night as well. And when will the uh, exclusive merchandise be announced? I'm assuming... When it will be announced or will it be on sale? Should be soon. I'm just, well, yeah, I mean, because they're going to have to do something here. Oh, I'm sure there'll be a cel- special and 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 the, and the and the celebrities better be worth something because who's going to pay 130 dollars for that? I mean, you right. haven't named anything out of the ordinary besides the celebrities, right? Correct. Yeah, everything else is something you could else, do any other right. time. Yeah, I mean, there's a few more character meet and greets than you usually have, but other than that, yes. Yeah, I'm wow. Other than that, I mean, yes. that's. Let's let's monitor that one, Mike. Yes, it'll be interesting to see. So I, I guess you're not going to go. Uh, no, I won't be there. God, I miss the Star Wars weekends, man. Those were free. Uh yes. They, well, Disney doesn't do free stuff anymore. Dave. No, that's over with. Is that it? We got speaking it? of which, Dave. Yeah, it's time to play America's favorite. Uh, game. I'm surprised you didn't do it with that little tidbit right there. But I had go a couple ahead. here. All right, good. This was actually sent to us by uh, a friend of the show, Ken Cabot. <laughs> who um, you know wrote that lovely email that we talked about a, a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. Okay. Delicious Disney and Chef series, an event series, storytelling with food. Oh, um, <laughs> this is what the, this is the, the, I'll read you the exact thing. Okay. It's celebrating Magic Kingdom's 45th anniversary, by the way. It's an okay. after hours dinner. Here we go. An exquisite series of dining events featuring an award winning culinarians, whatever, if that's really a word, from it the Walt, now. from the Walt Disney World Resort. Join us as they present unique and inspired culinary creations coupled with delicious creative wine pairings. It is January 31st. Well, that's right, right around the corner. The corner. If so you start at 7.45 for a fireworks reception and then a 9 p.m. dinner. Dinner. Wow. It is hosted by Magic Kingdom's culinary director, Robert Gilbert. Now, is the, rest, is the park open to the rest of the guests? I believe so. The location oh, okay. is at Cinderella's Royal Castle. All right. Dave, uh, you get obviously all sorts of food. Guess how much this is going to cost? Two hundred dollars a person. Four ninety nine <laughs> per person. Oh, I thought I was over. That includes tax and gratuities, though. So oh, take that okay. Well, yeah. Whatever <laughs> that waitress is, isn't getting one red cent more for me. Uh, so, that's amazing. Four five hundred dollars. Yeah, at Cinderella's royal table, you get a beautiful meal. I don't know. I mean, if it's the Director of the Culinary at Magic Kingdom. I'm not sure how beautiful that meal's going to be. And what are you going to get? Hot dogs? Well, it doesn't say that, but it does say wine pairings and all that kind of stuff. Waffle sandwiches? I do like the waffle sandwiches. Not for $500. No, I wouldn't spend more than $7 for a waffle sandwich. Right. So that's it for the world news? That's it for the world news. Okay, you ready I was for... going to talk about the new tequila cart at Epcot, you don't but I decided to. not to. So you ready for some Mystery Science Theater 2000? Sure. Okay, so uh, a couple of weeks back... Uh, Disney Parks blog, I believe, is where I saw this. Um, it, it actually, Dave, I think it, it, was, it was it was on the um, first. I think the right? parade. I believe yep. it was parade first. Yep. This this little bit 
played on the parade, the Disney Parks Parade that airs on Christmas morning, um, which has over the years gotten to be unwatchable, but yet I still watch it. Um, this was one of the worst ones I've ever seen. This was, this yeah. was a new low. But but this, Mike, what we're going to show here is why we watch it, because there's always an opportunity chance that they might show something like this. Um, so there's a two and a half minute tidbit about Pandora. You can hear the uh, the animals are out here in the Radio Harambe, mm-hmm. and we have you know sometimes we can't keep them from from coming through the Pretty studios. Sure that was a coyote. Yeah, something like that. Uh, could could be anything around here. Um, so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to watch it with you. Go to Disney Parks YouTube channel, and you could watch it yourself. You're going to hear the audio here. Um, you're just going to because because Mike and I have both seen this, but uh, we haven't watched it together. I'm not going to stop it. We're just going to let it play. It's about two and a half minutes long. I hope you can hear it well. I believe you can. And talk about it afterwards. And talk about it afterwards okay. or during if you want to. You can certainly chime in okay. with anything you want uh it is called behind the scenes of pandora the world of avatar Woohoo! here we go i was very skeptical that it was even physically possible there's joe and his earring this was a crazy thing to try to do it still is definitely <laughs> lots of animation scenes from the movie yep yep John Landau, who nobody knew before we started doing this. I don't know why they're arguing over a plant, but that's James Cameron, yep, looking at plants and eggs or something. Is Bob in a hard hat? Iger's got to get in these things. <laughs> the plants look cool. I'll yeah, they do. Some virtually everything in the world is a custom design complex program there's the inside of the soren that's something else the entire ride systems the navi river journey is this beautiful lyrical ride he loves that word lyrical there's something pretty amazing he's a poet he is riding the akron is a thrill just use the word there nobody's heard of akron see the world flying through it connect with a banshee Fly over the landscape of Pandora. Looks like he has eyeliner on. I think he does. <laughs> I know all the mechanics behind all the engineering. And I sit on it and ride it. And I can't believe it. This is going to be so much fun for people to interact directly. But there's just so much. That wasn't staged. No. <laughs> look at that. The mountains look good. Great. The landscape is top notch. Nowhere else does that exist in any other theme park. This is a huge ensemble job. Digital design artists, structural engineers, robotics technicians. That's a stunning amount of innovation to make one believable world. See how much of it works. It'll work first couple weeks. Pandora, the world of Avatar, it says. Disney's Animal Kingdom 2017. There you go. So that was it. Uh, Again, I suggest you go and look at it. Um, The reason why I wanted to play it for you uh, is so that you can kind of get an idea of how snarky Mike is about the whole idea. <laughs> uh, I think you've, 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 you've got that. Um, the, the, but but we did get something out of him that's positive with regards to Pandora. And uh, the thing that really, I think, st- stands out to me is um, 
the visuals mm-hmm. in the building or, 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 you know, just the the atmosphere, just the scene set uh, is stunning. I mean, it looks incredible. And also, we spent two and a half minutes here on a prime uh, in a, on a uh, national broadcast, basically not spending any more than a t- total of 20 seconds on the rides. The rest of it was all about the construction of the world of Avatar. Right, right. Just looking at the right. landscape. I so, mean, they, so you could see that that's really a focus for Rhodey and, and what he's doing here. Sure, but they did show inside the uh, Soren attraction. That looked interesting. You got a quick look at... Looks what, gigantic. Yeah, it's huge in there. Yeah. And, I mean, I, obviously the... It's not obviously it's not done yet when you saw that, but you could see at least like individual almost bike looking things. I'm assuming they're going to, you know, put something on top of them to make them look like a banshee because apparently you're going to be riding banshees and like yeah straddling a banshee and feel it like breathing under you know under you and all that kind of stuff. So that'll be interesting, but it was huge and they kind of give you a little glimpse of the boat ride, although that seemed very. I mean, it obviously wasn't the actual boat ride. It was a video represent. It looked like people sitting on a boat and being shown a movie of what the boat ride's going to look like. So it's hard to really gauge if that's uh, of any benefit. Yeah, you kind of see the individual seats. Yeah, you in can there. see the individual yeah, seats. I mean, it, it looks incredibly yeah. complex. Yeah, huge. It's it huge really does. It's a gigantic. Um, thing. It's very uh, utilitarian right now. So I don't know. Right. I mean, obviously they're going to have to spruce that up a little bit. And it's not going to look like that when it's all said and done. I would think. Uh, one of my favorite parts about it was uh, reading the comments in YouTube. Comment yeah, and some guy <laughs> writes, "Why is that dude wearing his car keys in his ear?" It's <laughs> 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 a great question. I think you should ask him about that. Uh, so, uh, you know, Mike mentioned before a possibility of opening it around Memorial Day. Um, it certainly looks like they've come very far. Yeah. And that they are on track for um, opening soon. Assuming, again, that once they turn the switch on, everything works. Right. <laughs> so, And that's the thing that always worries me when I hear about we're innovating all this new technology oh, sure. and all this kind of new stuff. I mean, recently we've had sort of a mixed, you know, a mixed success rate. Test track comes uh, to mind. Yeah, Rivers a lot. of light, obviously. Yeah. yeah. The Yeti. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a there's a, a mixed bag with the success of some of these new technologies and how long they last and and uh, you know whether or not they're really going to work. And right. well, I mean, the difference between getting it off the ground working to to open on time and breaking right. six months later right. or whatever. Right. right. But if I mean, if you you know, I mean, the Olaf and the if you don't if you don't work, if you don't right. replace the light bulbs in this thing, you got a real issue. Yeah. yeah there's, <laughs> we'll we'll see how. How long before people are complaining about uh, yeah. something not working right? Uh, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, it's 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 getting fascinating, and, and I think this this two and a half minute um, little look into it really kind of uh, up the game for what we're seeing. Uh, it looks stunning. I mean, the 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 mm-hmm. mountains look great. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this vegetation and everything looks incredible. Right. Um, you know, and they're not showing sure, any absolutely. of it lit up. So right. When it is, that's going to be pretty land. Just see if it'll be interesting. I think it'll be worth going to whether Mike wants to or not. Well, I think it'll be worth going to. uh, We'll see how the repeatability of the area. I mean, obviously people are going to drive to it uh, the first time around. But, I mean, we'll see if it's, you know. Right. Keeps people coming. Cool. So that's it. That is it. 
All right, folks, thank you for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to go to our website, jomboeveryone.com. Don't forget to go find us on Twitter. I'm at Radio Harambe. Mike's at Jombo Everyone. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Just like I said, go to jomboeveryone.com. If you want to email us uh, any questions or comments about the show, you can do so at jomboeveryone at gmail.com. So for Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Quaharini, go well. And thank you for tuning in to Radio Harambe. Quaku, 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 quaku,